1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Fried Egg Podcast. Tonight, I am joined by Adam Sarson and uh, Brendan Porath. Guys, welcome on. How are you?
2: Good, good. How are you doing, Andy? Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for having us on, Andy. Great to uh, great to be on here again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Return guest. You know, always good. I'm doing well. <laughs> Tiger's back. I uh, feel feeling good about tiger comeback. ricky finally got his win that he seems seemingly was knocking on the door for months for um what'd you guys think of uh let's you know cut to the chase what'd you think of uh, big cat and his return
2: go ahead adam
0: uh i mean i i would say encouraged um cautiously optimistic i i was, I think I mentioned to, to, I believe Brendan and some other people earlier, my, my one, my one concern is basically like, you know, just don't show up looking like you're a little, you know, Leron Landry to, to Tory and just be absolutely jacked. Um, you know, I, 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 don't need to see that, but like the uh, I was, I was shocked. I, I honestly didn't expect him to be this good, this fast, um, especially with the driver um, that I, I don't, I think it was Kyle porter who was saying too that you know he doesn't think that he's actually ever seen tiger drive the ball better than this and i and it's i i certainly can't remember a time when he has either um it's it's kind of crazy like the the iron play and the putt and yeah you can kind of expect um short game still needs a little bit of work i would think but overall just very very impressed
2: yeah i mean it's it's the thing with Tiger is, is there's always all these concurrent running emotions and, like, we tend to operate in extremes to, like, he's back and he should be five to one to win the Masters or, you know, he's gonna, he's washed, he's completely finished. Like, there's really, like, we, we've got 20 years of now dissecting this guy's, like, every move and facial expression and that we kind of can only operate anymore in black and white. It's like a jumbled mess, like, where he's definitively back or he's not. And, like, um, I don't even know what back means anymore. That's, like, a, it's a useless word right now with him. It's just, like, back to what? Back to, like, 2000 Tiger? Or back to being, like, 2013 Tiger? W- what is? Is he back to being 2015 Tiger where he's, like, <laughs> yipping it everywhere? Like, what, what does back even mean? There's no definition to that. There's no definition to what we consider, like, success for him right now, I don't think. You know, because... What's success completing 72 holes, <laughs> uh, you know, hitting the ball 375 yards in the air? Like, what, what is success? <laughs> and, um, I, I you know, I, I think you tend to get swatted down if, if you are, have a positive review based on everything we've seen over the last three or four years. But I think, like, it, it's good to get excited about seeing Tiger play well. Like, I, um, and you know, of course. You know, when you start freaking out, you, you need to be cautiously optimistic. You need to understand that you can't make any grand conclusions until we figure out what's sustainable. And, and we've seen him play well for a round or two and then, you know, be completely on the DL three rounds later. Like, we, we know that there are long, longer-term questions here. But um, I was <laughs> – I'm – I've always been kind of like a Tiger – I don't know, certainly Tiger skeptic. I think so much of my career, it's, and I'm not some long-term veteran here, has been writing in this ugly era. So, like, I've always kind of been, like, everyone freaks out. I was like, yeah, but, you know, like, the ugly round's coming tomorrow. Like, he's not going to win, that kind of thing. Like, there's always, it's, and it's so safe and easy to do these last five, six years. Like, that's, that's a safe thing to do say, like, slow down, like, come on, like, he's not back yet, like, slow down. Uh, you know, he's going to implode tomorrow. Like, that's that's an easy thing to say. And, you know, I think it's not necessarily inaccurate, but I watched him drive that drive on seven a day, and I kind of yeah. lost perspective. Like, that that was like Hideki straight ball, and then it was, you know, flighted to the front of the green on the whatever it was, 340-yard hole. So, you know, I think you know that, right that, now...
1: That was a shot right. that only Tiger can hit.
2: Right. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, I, I am like filibustering here, but right now, this is as encouraging a comeback as I've seen, you know, in this last five year stretch. It's that, and that, that's what we have. We are operating in a vacuum here. We are analyzing these four rounds. We're not saying it means he's going to do it, you know, he's going to win a Tory, and he's going to, he's, we're off and running again, but we're analyzing what we have. We're analyzing this vacuum within the context of, uh, you know, being burned in the past by by flashes of, of brilliance.
1: Yeah, i um, i was I was skeptical. You you read everything ahead of time, and it's like this hype machine that happens every time he comes back. Like, you know, worst ball sixty sixes. You know, he's hitting <laughs> it so far. He's out driving DJ, and like, sure enough, like it's it's. I'm like a Tiger fanboy. I I grew up. Watching him just dominate—he's one of the reasons I got so hooked into golf. But um, you know, like sure enough, like and by about after he turned to 31 on Friday, I was like sold. You know, oh man, yeah. this is—he's right. it, 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 hitting shots that you know, like the driver. The thing I noticed is just no big misses. Like the like 90 right. yard, 90 yard left shot wasn't there like last year he looked good but you could tell he was two-way missing you know he's hitting these high wipey fades and he was missing left and he missed a lot of fairways um his iron play was unbelievable but you usually are better you know with irons if you're steep than or stuck than with a driver um so i i'm i uh he swung it so well and i think just in terms of where he struggled was like rust you know um and fatigue i think he i think he got tired on some of those back nines um which is why you saw like the 31 37 today um, where he just kind of he wore out um but then the you know Saturday he got off to a tough start but it was still so windy it's like that was almost like him getting adjusted to playing golf and tournaments in wind you know it's this additional factor and then towards the end of the round he got his feel back and started to play well i think if uh, it, I think the it, the short game struggles are overblown, you saw guys all over the place hitting like you know Charlie Hoffman was using a fairway wood all <laughs> everywhere. Um, yeah. Like the, yeah. I think the the it was the grass conditions weren't great there from the hurricane. So I think uh, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. I, I'm I think if he can play, uh, if he can if he stays healthy, he's going I think he's gonna win on uh, on tour again. So yeah,
0: I, I I think I mean look, I I sent something out on Tuesday or, or Wednesday, um, about how uh, just about you know, just kind of debating some of the questions around him, you know, coming into this week, and somebody replied to me on Twitter. It's like, well, you know, you, you're you're concerned. You have to be concerned about you know the about the short game and the chip yips and all that stuff, and how you know he hasn't. We don't really know if he's gotten over it. And my whole thing was you know, the last time, like we don't, I don't think we can actually accurately describe over the last four years, I guess, um, how much of his struggles have been related to his health and how much of them have been related to other factors. And for me, the, the one thing that has been clear for sure though, is that he probably hasn't been healthy since 2013, you know? And so if, if he hasn't, I mean, he won five times that year. So for me, it's like, you know what, if it let's, let's see what he looks like healthy. I mean, if he can you know, if he can sustain some level of health over the next, you know, little while, like that, that's always been my thing. It's like, if he's healthy, yeah, I think he is going to win again. Now, how much of that, I, I can't really say. I mean, it's, I don't think any of us really know. And I mean, the, the fact is, is that none of us are going to be sitting here predicting health for him either.
2: It was interesting. Like, we're also now like, well, what can we take at face value from Tiger? Like, saying he's pain free and then saying, um, you know he said that in the past and obviously he wasn't and i thought karen Krause of the new york times really put it to him um in the post whatever round press conference today she's like if, if you were healthy if you or if you were in pain would you tell us and he kind of like you know he brushed it off quickly as he was like yeah yeah i would it's like he goes are you in any pain he goes no it's like if you were would you tell us he's like oh yeah i would it's like no like that that's just he wouldn't like we know no. for a fact like if he was in pain he would not tell us. So, like, there's always going to be that, that that I guess skepticism about his health. But there's only so much we can do. We, we're not like we're not, you know, doctors, and we don't. We're not getting medical reports of, you know, when he goes and gets his, his physical wherever in Jupiter. Um, the one so, the one
0: like, thing I would say though about about his health, like, so I mean, he he played from enough you know bunkers and and waste areas this week where you know there were some of them were you know pretty deep and whatever. I mean, I know, I know, Brendan. I know you watched that round that he played in Dubai, um, yeah. where he was struggling to get in and God. out of bunkers, um, yeah. and it was horrible to watch. And I mean, he didn't look like he was doing any of that this week. Um, yeah. And 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 the funny thing was, so like Terry Gannon at the end of the uh, at the end of the round today, you know, he he had said, you know, in the, in the interview with Tiger, he's like, you know, like last, you know, the last time I saw you in this seat, like you were really struggling to even get up and down, and you know, and and you're not right now. So I mean, I don't know. How much of that is just him, you know, him just, you know, be, playing nice with Tiger, and how much of it is actually real? But, um, you know, it, it definitely seems like, you know, the the health is at least, you know, quite a bit better than what it was the last time we saw him.
2: Yeah, I mean, we know it was a different surgery. That's all we know. Like, and apparently, like he's stiffer, and you know, it's it's a different surgery, and he's got a different swing, and. I mean the swing certainly looked really violent and aggressive. He's not like changed anything with in terms of like the way he's going after it. He might have changed his swing, but um I don't know. It, it's 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 fun to watch. And like Andy was talking about the wipey fades and all that. He was he was scared to like he would not hit draw. Like even the, the most hole that was like the most obvious and intuitive draw hole, like he just refused to do it. You know, and in, in so many of those previous comebacks, he was just trying to like force it and i thought he worked the ball both ways and you know he hit the straight ball every now and then it just yeah. it seemed a li- and obviously with power and that's you know we're going to hear about that and th- that was the thing where i was skeptical is like with all these comebacks you're the only public stuff is going to be the good stuff right like the guy down in jupiter who plays with them who sees him or the guy is only going to say like oh he's flushing it, it looks great it looks great to me it looks like the old tiger like you're not going to hear like Oh, he looks, he looks like shit. You know, he's, he's broken down and ragged and I expect him to come to hero and play like garbage. Like you're not going to, that's just not going to get out in the public if it was happening. So like when we were hearing all that about, again, it's like the same exact pattern you're like, you're still going to be skeptical, but you know, he, he put it out there this week and you know, it's, it's, we can only judge what we saw and and do it within the context of, you know, kind of understanding his back is always going to be a tenuous situation
1: yeah I I mean I he the way he's swinging it, it seems like he feels good the question is how long will he feel good but like it de- yeah. it seems like he's a lot more healthy than he was last year um and um and he feels a lot better you can tell from the body language and everything and just you know like I, I think there's a little bit more of a strut about him and a little bit yeah. more of a confidence yeah. than last year because last year it was like kind of like you know but this year, I think he it's just, it's different. Um, you know, the thing that is crazy to me about this week was he drove it so well. But, like, for him, he's, like, the probably the greatest iron player and greatest putter ever. And he didn't yeah. really hit his irons or putt that well this week. And he left a lot of shots out there with wedges. And he still, you know, he, was, he somewhat contended like he wanted to. You know, he wasn't yeah. that far yeah. out. You know, like, he was not... And to me, if he I mean if he drives the ball anywhere near that, <laughs> that when he drove the ball like that was ninety nine and two thousand, and nobody could touch him. I mean, that was when he, he was tiger slamming.
2: He was over par on par fives two out of the four rounds. It, it, you know yeah. that's, what, that's
1: I think that's where like i, I I've been nowhere near Tigers player, but you know, but like when I play my first couple tournaments of a, of a season. I usually just I get killed on par fives. I always am like, how do I make bogey on this par five from the middle of fairway? And that's like, there's that rust, you know, and that number of changes, you know, in a maybe next tournament he plays in or two tournaments, and then all of a sudden he's in the top top five of a full field event.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was some of some of the the really long iron and wood shots this week, like. He was nuking that two iron, you know, that two hundred and sixty, two hundred and seventy yard two iron that he was hitting. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, the three wood that he that he's been that he, like, you know, such a contrast between the, you know, the 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 one unfortunate lasting image that I think a lot of us will probably have over the last few years is him hitting that three wood into the bunker at Chambers, um, Cold and, top. and just yeah, exactly, just topped it right into the bunker. Um, and, and that was – now, granted, again, we're talking about completely different scenarios and, and all that stuff. But, um, you know, just just seeing him flush the, the, the three-wood out of the fairway this week, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch.
2: Yeah, I think another thing is, is that two-iron. Like, that was sexy as hell. You know, like, I'm just uh, – I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure there will be maybe some courses where it doesn't make sense to have it in the bag. I don't know. But, like, he hit it whatever 277 today and then flew a 260 something again like he was using it regularly and and you know <laughs> that's what you want out of like to hang with the you need to be able to hit long irons into, into these par 5s and and you know that was just really kind of even maybe more so than the driver uh exciting to watch and indicative like that maybe this is a little different the way he was roasting that 2 iron
1: Yeah, it it seems the other thing that you forget about Tiger was like he was the greatest tactician ever. He was always playing to specific sides and spots. Like you started to see that again. It's like you can see this guy. He plays it to the right. You know, he'll play to the edges to set up angles on shots. And I, um, he's just so much fun to watch. I, uh, I hope he, I hope he's around for a while. What, um, what event, what, what events do you guys think he'll be at this year? Like next? Say, When's the next time
0: we're gonna see him? Well, I mean, my uh, he he's gonna go play Tory, right? Like he like yeah. that that's like that that's you know, as much as as much as I would like to see him, you know, potentially go somewhere where, you know, if he hits it a little wayward, he's not gonna be a knee high rough. Um, you know, where it's kinda cold and all like he he's gonna go there. Um so my guess would be and maybe I'm I'm kinda blanking on the ordering of the events for a second, but my guess would be Something to the effect of Tori Riv, um, you know, Bay Hill, and then I guess maybe Honda as well before before the Masters. I mean, falling into his old patterns, I would guess.
2: I think that sounds right. I got a question for Andy before we get too deep into it. Like, obviously, is not is a non-starter with the flight, but what would he look like at the Sony playing at Wailea? Like, it's not going to happen because he's doing the flight. Like, I'm just I'm curious, like, how you think he. would Set up like his game, his shot making would would play at Sony, and how tasty that might look.
1: I think that'd be a cool course for him to play. I was talking to Adam before you got on about how much I want him to play at Trinity Forest now. But yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, those those places. Um, I mean, Sony, I, the way Justin Thomas played it last year is I mean, yeah scary. He was just he basically just started hitting it high enough that he could just cut the stuff. I mean, remember when he's hitting the ball, like just right. like straight over yeah. trees, like on lines Overfair, he'd never but... seen people hit him on because he could hit it high enough to get it. I mean, like yeah. these trees. So I I mean tiger, tiger plays well everywhere. I was thinking about it though. Um, it's where he want, where he's won a ton. And this goes to like the whole tigerification of golf courses and how it just plays into the hands of tiger. So think about the courses he's dominated. Uh, Tory Pines, Bay Hill, and um, Firestone, and all those Firestone. all those golf courses are very long, narrow fairways, yeah. thick rough.
2: And Dur- Andorale, right? Yeah, Doral. I mean, would you throw Doral? Yeah. yeah,
1: very long. So it's like the the whole like, hey, we need to make courses longer to, for long hitters. It's like no, it, it's the complete opposite. But where Tiger's actually played well in his career has been the narrow courses, like, the long, tough, narrow courses that when you miss his shot, like, that, that, because he, I don't know, I always thought he could, he hit it to the right. It, I mean, Haney talks about it a ton. He understood how to miss and where to miss better than anybody.
2: Yeah, I mean, so getting, you know, back to what Adam was, the schedule, I, I think Farmers is, like, just it's gonna happen i don't know that like we want it to happen with you know that looked brutal last year there's always the you know opportunity for you know hitting out of the hay you know it gets they you know can be thick and wet there and uh obviously you get a day there sometimes where it's like 60 and blowing or you know mid-60s and it's ugly um but i just think it's it's gonna happen it's late january he's gonna want to play he's gonna want to you know it's comfortable for him whether you know, it, it, it hasn't been since 2013, but it, it's comfortable for him. And it's just, it, it's going to happen whether you want it to or not. Like, what are your, I saw you over the weekend kind of, you know, throwing out reasons not to and caveats to avoid farmers. Is that kind of, what yeah. do you think in there?
1: I just, I think he should avoid cold, damp weather.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. The, last yeah. year it was that, and then he went out to Dubai and it was just like, it was over. Yeah, <laughs> And, uh, but Didn't mean, didn't
0: get hurt on the flight though.
1: Yeah, it, it, I mean, <laughs> it's uh. So I would avoid, I would avoid Tori just in general. I, I I, would avoid Riviera, but he can't because it's his event now. I would. Yeah. Literally, yeah. wouldn't. Why would you him. avoid Riviera? I just I think he should just not travel really. Just. Yeah, because it's L.A. He he could just hang out. He could stay be comfortable. He could play his hometown event. Go up the road to play, and I, I don't like the idea of playing back to backs for him. Yeah. So he's right. going to play Riviera, and then he's going to play Honda the week after. And that I mean, it's just a lot of golf. Like I think, it, ideal world, look at what Patrick Cantley did last year. He made 11 starts. I think that's kind of a model to look at and say, okay, we're going to pick our spots. We're going to make be very smart about where we start. The problem with it is, though, the – he's got – he's so big that he has places he has to go start and do. Yeah. He has to go yeah. play Arnie's for that. Right? Well, I it, mean,
0: yeah, yeah, no, he does. does. I mean, I, I think uh, I think Shane then Shane Bacon and, and KVB were talking about this a few weeks ago as well. Um, I think Shane suggested that, you know, Phoenix would be a perfect spot for him too, um, just based on the way the course is set up and all that. Um I would love to see him go play Pebble again, but the fact is, is that the pro-am portion of it would probably, I, you know, I don't think you want the six-hour rounds on his back oh. uh, as much as as much as I think we'd all love to see him play that again. Um, yeah, no, I just I just feel like he's going to fall back into his old habits, especially if you know, especially you know, he's probably going to be taking some pretty good thoughts away from this week. You know, let's just say hypothetically he goes and plays Tori and plays well again, like he's just going to strengthen his his resolve to keep doing what he's always done anyway.
2: I was watching Golf Channel. I watched like their post game after whatever, after it finished around four thirty, and like Nabla was saying he should go play, Tory, He should go to Dubai. He should go. Like I like fell out of my chair when he's talking about. Like, he's got a bunch of make goods. Like he needs to go and see the people and like entertain the crowd. And when he he said he should go to Dubai, I was like, that's crazy. Like, he needs to, like, maybe next year, but take care of himself first and figure out what he can and can't do. But, like, the thought of going to Dubai is is insane to me. But, like, I – I, and, you know, Brandel jumped in and said he should go to play the John Deere because it's gave him his first start. And, like, he should start doing this, like, late career kind of, I don't know, He is wanting
0: to play the majors, so he should.
2: (laughs) It's kind of—I mean—that would be cool to me. Like, I loved when he played Sedgefield that one year. Like, that was awesome. Like, that sounds interesting. But like, let's let's figure out like what he can and can't do. I mean, how many do you think he needs to get under his belt before the Masters?
1: I—I I mean, five starts, four starts, three starts. I mean, five's I think, a lot. I don't think he needs five. Probably four starts. Yeah. So you could do. I guess you could do. um I, he's gonna do Riviera, that's for sure. I'd rather I'd rather see him play Phoenix than Riviera uh, than Tori, but I don't Torrey. think that'll happen. You know? Right. Um, and then uh, and then he's got Honda, Arnold Palmer.
0: So. Well, and the other thing too is that he's he's likely unless something insane happens, he's not gonna be qualified for the WGCs, and you know he's not playing any alternate field events. He's not going so, down to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah, I'd nice. love it. I would love to see it Co- happen. Coco Co Beach, um, yeah, <laughs> It would be great. He could add um, his uh, to a great list of
1: champions
0: down there. <laughs> you know, I, I think, no, I think Andy's right though. It's like it's four events. Like I, I think that's probably what makes the most sense. And I mean i i don't I don't see I don't see how he deviates from what he's always done. I just I mean, aside from the whole going to the Middle East thing, like that i don't see that happening but the rest of it just all kind of makes sense
2: yeah that's what's a little scary just like a yeah. little like like tiring like you just want to see him try something a little different based on the way this is this routine has kind of all gone sideways in the last four or five years like, like let's let's kind of change it up here and, and re-examine everything although he said afterwards he's going to get with his team and assess his training cycles and whatever, <laughs> what other other buzzwords he used to figure it out. I, I imagine we'll hear from him soon that he's going to play Torrey, but yeah. I don't know. We, we, we won't see him for probably whatever, six, seven weeks now.
1: What, um, say he makes 15 starts in in the next calendar year We're we're sitting at hero next year and he's made 15 starts. What are your, uh, expectations? And in,
0: in good health. Are, are are we going on the assumption that he plays fifteen he has fifteen starts and he yeah. doesn't W D? Like yeah. that that's the idea. Health healthy
1: fifteen starts.
2: I think he wins. I think he wins, wins once. Wins. Yeah. Wins once. Uh, probably not a major, I would say. Um I do I think he's still like a little too sloppy to like win a major. You know, I think like the twenty somethings are just so precise and so I don't know, there's too many of them, you know, like if three of them play like shit, there's another four that are great. You know, I, I just think he's like still a little too sloppy to keep up at a major. Um, but who knows? That could change by July and August. Uh, I think he wins. I think he wins once. If we're talking to that, He's he looks like he did this week, plays 15 times. I think he wins once, which would put him, you know, in, in a couple FedEx Cup starts too, playoff starts, you know, would be a part of that 15 equation. And it, and it hasn't been, obviously, in the last few years
1: yeah i um i think he i think he gets a win too if he if he stays healthy and gets the starts um one of the things i was watching so justin thomas has arguably been the best player in the world the last five months and in that first round he was really bad for the first six holes and i think there was like there is a tiger effect and yeah. that that is the thing that I am most excited to see and I just I I hope happens in the next you know year however many years we have left is I want to see some of these guys get that Tiger Sunday intimate like and see how this generation that was born watching Tiger and that became yeah. great golfers from you know because of Tiger's influence them having to deal with you know a lot of these most of these guys weren't on tour the last time tiger won
2: yeah i mean the uh bones said it on the broadcast today he was like I, I just caught thomas like jt walking off uh it was like in that front nine run like maybe 10th hole you know somewhere in there and like he's he's like giddy i've never seen it. he's like so excited I like asked him like, what "Was like about Alabama getting in the playoffs?" Which you know he had heard about, and I guess clapped on the course for that. But he was like, "No, like I just, I just, I knew he was capable of this. I'm so excited. I'm like playing on side. I'm like a wit- bearing witness to this. And Bones, like, you know wouldn't, you know, go on the record with it if it wasn't, you know, pretty noticeable and legit and kind of worth reporting. So I think that's like what you're alluding to is. Of course, the media is going to freak out, but like, I think it would change the entire dynamic on tour, based on how depressing it's been the last few years and how wild and, and it, it would be to kind of see it again. Because let's face it, like, as much as we have that history and context, like, it's not expected. Like, this, that would be a little unexpected.
1: That's I, I wrote this in uh, for the newsletter tomorrow morning, but it's like golf needs this veteran that's still. Somewhat dominant because Phil Phil's faded, and you know there you have all these young guys, but there's no like old guy that's around that just still can can like go out and dominate. And and I think that's one of the things that that, that's what Tiger's void has been is that this you know this guy that restores balance to the game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I know, I, I do. Yeah, look, it, it'd be, it'd be amazing. Like, I, I, I don't. It's the one thing that I think we've all, like, I think we're all huge fans of the way that, um, of the way that the game kind of is situated right now. Like, you know, we all love watching Rory and Jordan and 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 those guys go out and do what they do what they do. But it, it was, it was really, it was different this week. Like, it's a random, it's a random tournament in at the end of November and early December. And all of us were basically glued to our TVs for no real reason other than the fact that Tiger was playing. Like it's it's and and you're right. Like a lot of these guys have not been on tour. They were just trying to start in when Tiger was was, you know, in was, you know, last doing this in 2013. Um, It'd be it'd be super cool. The only thing I would say, though, is that like the, the whole the whole veteran, you know, who is kind of sticking around to win that really only applies to him. Like it's it's not anyone else that could even come close to 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 doing that sort of thing. But yeah, no, it'd be it'd be amazing, and it looks like now we actually might have the chance to see it.
1: You know, it could be Justin Rose, since he did you guys hear on the telecast I'm talking about the sunglasses?
0: No, no.
1: <laughs> so he's he hasn't been wearing his sunglasses, and the um, I forgot who it was was like asked him, and he said that he's been reading greens better. He re- he didn't wear them for a round, and he re- realized he read greens better. So then I was just looking. At, you know, he's played really well the last couple weeks. I, yeah. so he hasn't finished outside the top ten since the Northern Trust. And all <laughs> all sand sunglasses.
2: He's on fire. I mean, he he guys all over the world, like doing all sorts of brand brand stuff. This is the time you kind of. <laughs> bank some money, you know, doing brand activation in Hong Kong and then he's like in Turkey and I mean he's a finalist for the race to, race to Dubai. So yeah, he's been all over the world.
1: I think uh, one of the concerns is Monster might be forcing Tiger to
2: Dubai. <laughs> that That is troublesome to me. I, I, hey, I, sent, I got a video from my body. You know, they do these like little like PR hits for Bahamas as part of like the handshake and they were showing this, like, they set up some recording studio at Albany. I don't know if you guys saw this. I think it was maybe Friday or Saturday. And it's, like, this the best recording studio in the world. I guess there's, like, rappers and rock stars. A bunch of people come to Albany. And, like, it was just loaded with monster stuff. Like, decked out, this <laughs> recording studio. I'm worried that, like, Albany. And then there was, like, monster guys in the crowd and their hat. Like, I'm a little concerned. You ever hear about, like, those, like, one industry towns in Russia? Like, a monotown? <laughs> it's like i'm wondering like if albany has kind of like sunk its teeth into tiger monster lifestyle you know is taken over
1: sounds like uh fried egg might be invited down there next year just for that recording studio you know <laughs> see if sound quality <laughs> yeah. probably still get some complaints but... <laughs> so uh with uh with that, we'll try and transition away. I'm sure we'll get back onto Tiger, but um, in terms of uh, 2017, it's the end of the year. You know, it's so it's really over. I I don't really I can't watch the Shark Shootout or whatever it's called. Now. Yeah. I
2: no. Can't. Out. This is way out.
1: Here is when I. Father
2: Son. The Father <laughs> Son. You know, it's just awful. Okay. God.
1: What uh? What's your favorite moment of this season that? Probably will be forgotten, you know. When you're, you know, just thinking through things, but it shouldn't be
2: forgotten. Oh man, go ahead. Oh, you want me? I'll go first. I'll go yeah, first. Go ah, catching me off guard here. You know what? A fun thing, fun one. I I often think about is that incredible match play final between John Rahm and DJ. You remember that in Austin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And John Rahm's behind the green, 18th. I think he's trying to square it. And some dumbass comes out of the porta potty, <laughs> slams the door as he's like, you know, decelerating on his chip. And <laughs> just like <laughs> Rom throws his hands up in the air, like this incredible match, guys hitting the 370 yards, and some guy. I just, I'd like to think about that guy in the face he was making. That's that's like an unheralded moment from the season. It's like, what that who that guy was, what he looked like, his face he made as he slammed the porta potty door. You know, and the final green of this, you know, thirty-six whole day of match play, that 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 was an underrated moment of the season. Said that this.
1: You know that that um, remind that reminded me about how bad the format is down there and how big of a mess it was this year with all the WD, WDs Ds and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: the pool, the thing just needs to go. They got go. They got to figure out better format. Yeah.
0: The problem, the problem is though, is that they can't go back to what it used to be with the one and done. Like that, it, it's not. That's not good either, right? So they need to come up with, with something that's better. Um, my, my, I'll, I'll, I'll give you two quick ones. Um, I know that uh, you know he, he get, doesn't get talked about enough, probably. But when, when Alex Norin won the won the BMW PGA, um, you know, shot sixty two, I think, on Sunday um and basically just destroyed the eighteenth with an eagle to basically get into the clubhouse and, and, and win. That's something that you know, it's he didn't have the year that he had two years ago when he won four times. But like he's you know, that that's kind of one of those underrated things that I don't think anyone talks about just because it's, you know, it's on the European tour and, and not and not the PGA tour. But the other one, um at at Quail Hollow, um, Rod Pamplin shank on 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 Uh-oh. On, on to to basically let just to basically get his group off the tee so that they didn't have to come back in on Saturday morning to play that, that one is something that I'm going to, it's 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 in my year in review that we're going to, that I'm going to be posting in the next few weeks. But yeah, it's uh it's something that I'll actually never forget from 2017.
2: Yeah.
1: This, is, this is a preamble. This is dishonest. Sarson's uh, deep, deep, deep dive year in review. It's going to be, he does the top 100 moments. Of the season,
2: I I gotta look. Gotta look at that list. Gave him some feedback on some things that I thought were objectionably high and objectionably low. I don't know if he I I carry any weight at the committee.
0: Um, oh no, you do. I'm
1: I'm gonna go with Phil Mickelson in Mexico when he, (laughs) (laughs) he was contending in that WGC event, despite like. He hit it everywhere. It was one of the worst. I think what did he hit, like one or two fairways in a round and still shot under yeah. par. And like, well, yeah, I mean, he was in he, the second to last group in the, the final day. He, yeah.
0: he shot 68. It was a 68 on the Saturday. He shot three under. He found sprinkler heads in the forest on back-to-back <laughs> holes. Back-to-back holes. He got ruins from Slugger White. Um. Yeah, it was he was, amazing. The ruling—he was on. There was like a
1: thirty-minute ruling on one of them.
2: Yeah. Uh, between Rory, like, like lighting it up, that Phil adventure—that was like low-key one of the best days of the entire season. That Saturday in Mexico was crazy.
1: Another good moment was the uh, Kisner chipping.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: At at dark, at, it was dark to force the playoff the next day.
2: My favorite part was my favorite part of that entire tournament was Dottie up, saying that Scott Brown had won the tournament, but he like didn't count because it was an opposite field event, and then just putting her foot in the ground and completely refusing to yield. Kisner's face in the rain delay, like, I think that was hot. His like face. They were being I mean, interviewed inside. is like it was pouring. It was like, yeah, you've never won on tour. What's it feel like? Like, well, well, you know, I won in Puerto Rico because <laughs> just like. Looks like he's seen a ghost. That was my favorite part of the entire tournament.
1: <laughs> Coco Beach. Coco Beach yeah. winner. We yeah. talked about that earlier. Historic list of winners.
2: So, am I mistaken? It looks like they have now made the opposite field event for both the WGC Mexico, is the Puerto Rico Open, and the WGC Match Play is another event in Puerto Rico or no no Dominican. it's Punta Cana. Yeah. Punta Cana yeah never mind I
1: think they right. took the um the that's event new. that used to be a web event that used to be a web uh, event oh okay um gotcha. and uh put it up there I, that's another that that is actually might be that would be my underrated event of the year is that the, the web event in the Bahamas the web opener where everybody was shooting like <laughs> <Yeah. 90. laughs> it was like was a. So it was a legit hurricane that they put them out and play in. I mean, you got the best, some of the best players in the world shooting like. Eight. I mean, I talked to my buddy Vince, who played in it, and he was like, "Yeah, I was hitting four iron from a hundred yards." <laughs> <laughs> um, he told me he was like Andy. You wouldn't have. Fin- you couldn't have finish the round if you gave me if you gave you unlimited balls like you wouldn't have ever finished the round is how hard it was so it's um all right um so uh looking ahead 2018 you guys got any uh hot takes predictions you want to make
2: go ahead adam i
0: don't know i don't have right. yeah i don't i don't i don't know how how hot I don't know how many hot takes I've got. I mean, I, I'd like to, I, I'd like to think that that Bubba's going to be better than he was this year. Um, that that would be that would be the first thing. Um, I, uh, I, I'm not. I, I've been railing on this actually for the last couple of weeks and it seems like months actually on Twitter. But like, I'm not anywhere near as sold as most people are that the Americans are just going to run away with the Ryder Cup next year. Like I yeah. don't understand how anybody can actually think that that's actually the case. I'm
1: I'm on your team here, sarson I it I don't understand. I I look at the teams and I actually think that Europe might be better. Like they have, I mean, they have like 11 players in the top 21 of the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just I just the counter argument to that would be like you know you know the, there's no there's no American who's going to be, you know, afraid to face Alex Norin or Francesco Molinari in a, in a Ryder cup match. But I mean, I, I don't, the the way that, the way that people have been kind of talking about it, just like, Joel, just because the Americans ran over the internationals at the president's cup, it's like, okay, you know what? Like the, you know, the the Europeans have, have players come in as well. Right. Like, you know, guys, you know, it's not just John Rom, you know, like guys like, you know, Tyrrell Hatton and Tommy Fleetwood, like Tommy Fleetwood, I think next year is a, that perfect, like major contender that is probably not getting enough, enough attention, even though he had an incredible year this year. Like, I just don't, I don't see how, I don't see how people can actually think that it's a, that it's a, that it's a slam dunk that the Americans win. That's all.
1: Yeah. I, um, would you say, who would you guys take better career today? Fitzpatrick or Berger? Fitzpatrick. Like
2: like going forward. Burger probably, I think burger. Yeah,
0: I, I, I would, I would go with Fitzpatrick for sure. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, it's not, it's not that I don't even have anything against Burger. Like he's really good. Um, I don't know. I just I've always I've always liked Fitzpatrick's game. It reminds me so much of Luke Donald that like it's it's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. Who's I, had the better career
1: so far? Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He's got he's got a win every year, or he's got three straight years with wins now, and he had two last year. He, he, had a, he won the USAM at 18. Um, that's it.
2: I, well, yeah, yeah, I know that. A pro career. Northwestern zone, I mean. North,
1: so. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago's Big Ten team. Long-tenured
2: <laughs> long tenured Wildcat.
1: Speaking of, I saw Chicago's Big Ten team take on my Illini on, on uh, Friday. And it was one of the worst Ooh. basketball games I've ever seen Witness, witnessed. It was horrendous. And it went to overtime, so it was even worse. Um, At but, least you have the Bulls, though, Andy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a sad, sad winner of sports. The Bears just lost to the 49ers. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I, I think Ricky Fowler is going to win a major this year. Yeah. I don't think it's a hot take, but it's. Uh, I think he, it's unbelievable. Win, winning's overrated, and also underrated. But his consistency is out of this world lately. And um, you know, I I, I think his game—he's just become so good all around. Like there's no weakness. Um, he's got you know one of the best putters, great driver, great great iron player, great short game. I think that I think a big year from Ricky's
2: coming. Yeah, I think that's that's this. Yeah, that's a sensible take, obviously. And I mean, setting aside the recency bias of today, I think like a lot of people are on that train. Um, I I would expect. I think he will win a major, and I think, as you said, all around game, bunker play, iron play, he hits the ball certainly far enough. Um, I don't know. I, I think he's for sure going to win. It seems like a win at least once on tour, and I think probably multiple times, maybe a major.
1: So, um, start of this year, Rory and J- or Jason Day and Rory were 1-2, and these guys are both outside the top 10 now. Well, Rory's 10th, but they're in double digits now. I mean, how crazy is that?
2: Can we talk real quick about Day saying he wasn't playing this week because his wife was pregnant, but she's due in like June or something like that? And he just played in Australia. I'm still very confused by his reasoning for withdrawing from the Hero World Challenge. It's very like, like nebulous, confusing Jason Day explanation. Something about his wife being pregnant. She's not due for like six or seven months. Like that's fine. He can doesn't have to play at all. Just say like I'm not playing. I want to spend family time. That's cool. But I was just always very confused by that anyway well,
0: but if but if and also like if that's the logic does like when when does he play like i, yeah. I, I <laughs> don't i like, don't i don't if you're pulling out of tournaments now like why are you playing any tournaments before she before she gives birth like i don't understand <laughs> anyways so, going, yeah
1: going from 1st to 12th in the world rankings in a year like without with any major health problems or you know like Suspect that's pretty big drop
0: yeah i mean i i yeah no it is i mean i i'm not i'd be lying it's it's not overly surprising to me that he kind of i mean it's you don't have to have that bad of a year though to, to kind of fall in the rankings either though like it's not you know, th- there were there were a lot of other things too. Like DJ just played out of his mind for so long as well. That like, you know, some of these guys like John Rahm busts out uh, of out of nowhere. So does JT. Like, you know, there there's a lot of other factors that aren't necessarily just related to to, to day not playing well that would that would see him fall down the list. Um,
2: like, made the move I, to Blake Collars. Made the move yeah. to Blake Collars. I would ascribe <laughs> a lot to that, quite honestly. How about
1: the, the big three? Doesn't look good right now.
0: My, uh, my, my, okay. So I, I, uh, Rory, Rory, Rory's going to be just fine next year. My, my, my theory on him is, you know, he's had, he had a lot going on this past year. right? I mean, you know, he had the, he had the, the rib injury was still bothering him. He made the equipment change again for reasons, which aren't really entirely clear to me. Um, you know, mid season with another switch. And then that's like the third or fourth time that he's done that, which is really bizarre. Um, you know, getting married, all that. Like, I think there's just a lot going on. Like, I think, you know, once he kind of gets used to the new gear again, like, I think he's going to be just fine. I mean, Day I'm not so sure about, but Rory, I, I wouldn't be worried about at all.
2: I think Day saw, Day just wants to do whatever Rory does. Like, Rory fires his caddy, long-time caddy. Day, a <laughs> couple, di- couple of weeks later, oh, I'm going to can call SWAT and switch that. You know, just, like, put my high school buddy on the bag like Rory did. I'm gonna start wearing Blake collars. I'm gonna take a nosedive out of the world rankings. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that was the 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 reasoning behind that. I don't know. I I think Day like has a very different kind of like motivation, which is perfectly fine. I think I think he had certain goals, and I think he's achieved a lot of them. I, I'm not saying he's no longer motivated, but I think you know he had an insane, not sustainable putting streak there. Like yeah. his statistic, his putting statistic. In the breakout year, we're, we're not sustainable, uh, no matter how talented you are. You can't just start rolling in every 60-footer. And, you know, he's number one in the world. He's one of players. He's won a major. Like, that's, you know, he talks about how he thought that was good enough to get him in the Hall of Fame. Like, maybe you throttled down, you know, and maybe that's what happened this year. I, I think, like, he approaches things like he is getting what he can right now as fast as he can, and he got it there for that, like, 16 to 18 months.
1: Mm-hmm. The um, I think there couldn't be any more polar opposite comparison than Jason Day and Patrick Reed. Remember when Patrick Reed's wife was caddying for him, like eight months pregnant, a
2: few years ago? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, that was going on this week. Did you know that? No. They're expecting. They're expecting a kid. Like now, they're expecting a boy, and like she was telling him, "Was like you need to be out there." We'll figure it out, damn it! You know, like you need to be out there playing golf. He talked about it. He's like, you need you need to go and you need to play. And if I go into labor, we'll discuss it and figure it out. But you need to go out there and play play some golf. So like, it's like totally opposite, which is like whatever. That's to each their own. Fine with that. But I I was laughing at how she she was like, "Go play golf. We'll be fine." He he made like thirty some starts. He made a ton of starts this year, like thirty five starts.
1: What uh what's Patrick Reed gonna name his son?
2: God. Oh god. I don't is, I, is I, I know.
0: Is it gonna be a
1: junior?
2: I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I could see something like ridiculously Texas that yeah, you know. I could see Colt. I feel like yeah. Colt. <laughs> Colt. Reed. Wyatt Wyatt maybe right. or something like that. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be perfectly fine.
1: Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple of names out, out to you guys and you guys uh give me uh what you think they're gonna go have a good a better year or you know, kinda their trajectory for this year. We're gonna start with the big woo-woo. See woo-woo Kim.
2: Yield yield to Adam on that.
0: Yeah, I I have literally no read on him. Like I, I, I don't like I have I have no idea what to he's super talented but i mean i i don't know like how, how how do you how do you have a better year than winning the players if you're somebody like Wu kim like he's what 20 21 so years young. old like yeah, yeah like i don't i don't know that that's god that, that that's a tough one to kind of start off with um
2: i think like i think i would like to see him you know post like a top 10 in a major you know what i'm saying like i just yeah. kind of like maybe get get his feet wet in a major i don't know not necessarily major. win or I think he
1: had a top fifteen or something in one this year. I think
0: he. Uh, I don't know. It was I just pretty... loved how he shushed everybody at the at the Presidents Cup when he was like three or four down in every match. It was amazing. So you're
2: you're you're such a Siwoo, Siwoo defender. I Siwoo. love Seewu. Who's yeah, better? You're a big Siwoo so, guy.
1: Who Who's gonna have a better career, Siwoo Kim or
2: Bryson? Uh, that's blasphemy.
0: That's yeah. That that is blasphemy. It's Bryson without any hesitation.
2: There's too much artistry, too much science <laughs> to contain his genius for much longer. I, I just I, I think that's that's a you know insulting comparison. So
1: is Bryson your your uh, breakout player this year? You
2: think he could win four or five times? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. He won't have any teammates who want to partner with him. He won't have any opponents who want to play with him. He might go one-on-two and just win, win, like, yeah. <laughs> four or five
0: points. Yeah, P- Porath, Porath's going to play Bryson and Tiger together at the Ryder Cup, and we're going <laughs> to see how it goes. Oh my
2: God. I mean, you need that kind of genius going to Paris, you know. that That's the home of such grand genius, you know, whether it's art or science or literature. I think it's just a natural fit for Bryson to – you know, run the table in Paris.
1: So, uh, next name. Let's do, uh, what's Peter Uline's, uh, PGA Tour career going to look like?
2: How old is he now? He's like
1: 28, I think, or 29.
0: I, I he's he's really tough too. I mean what he he won what once on the European tour, right? Like he in twenty eleven or twenty twelve, something mm-hmm. to that effect. I I don't know. Like I, I think he's gonna have a I think he's gonna have a good season, but I mean he's it, he won it's, twice.
1: It, he won once this year too. Or he won the web. Never mind. He, he won, won on the one. web, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so he well, won once once on the European tour a few years ago, once on the web this year. I don't know. Like I, I I wouldn't I know that uh, I know Solly is kind of throwing him in as like a potential like Ryder Cup option. I wouldn't necessarily be going that far. Um, I think he's going to have a good year, but I mean, um, to 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 automatically assume that he's going to be really good, I I would I would definitely not be doing that.
2: Yeah, his PGA Tour career I don't know three three wins. I think he I think he's going to win on the PGA Tour. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to play for the next whatever. Fifteen years. I don't think he's like ever going to be in danger of like losing his card real fast. I think it'll just kind of be be a pretty steady and solid player. Uh, maybe three three or four wins in a career.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like I've I've written about this before too, right? Where it's like we we have to kind of move the goalposts on some of like on some of these on some of these guys, like you know, the, the the guys who used to win 15 to 20 times on the PGA Tour with two or three majors, like, those careers are probably not going to happen anymore with the exception of guys like Spieth and, and, and DJ and whoever, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, if you go out and you have a four or five win career on the PGA Tour, that's really, really good. And, and that could be exactly where we see Uline go. Do you think
2: he'll have a better career than Cantley? Me? Andy? I know what your answer is. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a, like an all-time amateur. Obviously, can't Can't
1: Cantley's amateur career, yeah, is like the best amateur career since Tiger Woods.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he was only an amateur till like 20. So, right. <laughs> like Cantley, like I've said this a lot on the pod, but Cantley made like Jordan Spieth look like a B-level prospect.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm all I've I've been all in on Cantley since. Yeah. I mean, I've, but here's the last one: Who has a better twenty? Who has a better twenty eighteen? Bubba Watson or Hunter Mahan? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, oh. I went home for the Web event, and these people were so fired at Cleveland. They were so fired up they had Hunter Mayhan. I was like, that oh that is that, those days, like you know, like people just see the name. I was like, those days, we have done the Hunter Mayhan thing ten times over. Like I am tapped out, no Hunter Mayhan. they showed him for the full first round. I was like, just find anyone. But yeah, obviously, that, I think Bubba is the answer there.
0: I uh b- before uh before we kind of came on, I was saying to Andy that um, as it stands right now, um, no player in the history of the world golf rankings has fallen, who was inside the top 10 at the end of one calendar year has fallen as far as Bubba has the fall one year. So like he's right now, he's like 83rd in the world. Like it's, it's, it's actually crazy how far he's fallen. Like there, there's no way that he has another year like that. Like it, it just can't happen.
2: I'm kind of upset. He didn't, he bailed on Volvic. I don't know. There's no loyalty anymore. I would have liked to see him double down, play Volvic for another year, show him they can do it.
1: He should have uh, traded in the money he gave him for more equity. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know why, he, you know, he's a color, he wants to use the color ball. And he should play it. I, I think, you know, I, I think that was weak, weak constitution, bailing to title this, the first shot he had.
1: I think he showed his true colors, the colors that have been... You know, <laughs> exposed over the years. Not it wasn't sixty minute colors.
2: And yeah. <laughs>
1: so so uh, we got some good questions here from uh, listeners. Car for the course always always has great questions. Yeah. Um, Poor F. Is Red Bull Ricky winning Tiger's Master event equivalent to Usti winning the FedEx Cup or Westy?
2: <laughs> I think it is exactly the equivalent. It is right in that lane. I. I It's just, it's such an affront to the entire community, to Tiger, to the Albany community, to the the hosts. You know, I, I doubt, you know, defending champs usually get an exemption and a return invite. I think they'll probably rethink this just because the energy, you know, energy beverage, you know, industry is so such a competitive one and has such a hold on this event that, you know, you don't need some twenty something, and it is Red Bull coming in. Can I just say, like, Tiger is forty two years old. <laughs> he is trying to hawk energy beverages while his contemporaries are getting like deals with like T. Row Price, and you know he, he used to sponsor like he used to be safe for like Buick, American Express. I was Hawking monster. I I can't get enough of it. I I know I've,
0: you know, <laughs> probably
2: worn that joke into the turf and beyond on Twitter. But
0: no, it's, it's it's the best thing on Twitter. I'd pay for it every week if you would just you know if you just keep doing it. I yeah. should just start sending you money.
2: <laughs> the uh, so yeah, that's that's a, definitely a controversy. Certainly, Ricky <laughs> Red Bull Rick. <clears throat> it's uh,
1: it is a, a a big question. That was what. You know they should ask Tiger when they got in the booth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Sarson from uh, from Car for the Course. More likely to buy a Hero bike or an Omega watch.
0: <laughs> we ride. <laughs> uh, it's it's it, it is unbelievable how much. Like I don't know if it was different for me up here in Canada, but like it was on every single commercial break up here. Every single one.
2: So, so I'm not like I can't say I've been in the market for a motorcycle or a motorbike <laughs> or have you know gone out and <laughs> investigated the market. Like our hero is that even available? Out is that available in the U.S.? No,
0: I, it's not. no, <laughs> it's not. It said it said in the commercial that it wasn't available in the U.S. until
2: 2019. Uh, it was I just every every freaking break like and I. They've been running that thing for at least two years now. Like, Fuck. I remember it last year. It was just absurd. And now, this, they, they really like went overkill this year. Every single break. And just find a new song, make another commercial. It just, you're turning people off. And you're advertising to people who can't even buy your fucking product. Like, <laughs> I'm not, like, it's like, you know, all those Sonic ads? You get all those Sonic ads, there's not a Sonic. Within like 435 miles, you go and look it up, like Sonic Locator. Like, why are why am I getting this advertisement right now? I need to. I can't buy (laughs) your product.
1: I. You know what I can't wait for is when uh, Monster and Hero go knocking on SB Nation's door and and give them a big truckload (laughs) of ad spend for (laughs) for, (laughs) drinking monsters and riding a hero bike around.
0: We need, we need Tron to start another petition to get that commercial off the air like he did with Omega. That's what we need to do.
2: I would I would I would those those two products just align naturally with my interests. I would be all about providing content for them. <laughs> Good
1: salesman right there. All right, uh overrated, underrated, talking to
0: your golf ball. This is from Seth Cohen. Uh it oh, overrated if you're a bad player like i'm not talking to my golf ball huh
2: i'm a bad player i i curse at my golf ball a fair amount
0: sorry yeah so that that's different i think we all curse at our golf ball like are are we talking like you know tiger's like talk to me joey line like i'm I'm not i'm not i'm not about to do that when i'm on the course but i think you didn't
1: go ahead i got a question about tiger it just came into my mind Is it me, or does he sweat way more now? Or is it just the improved, like, video capturing? Like, he, like, profusely sweats out there.
2: And I never remember that. That's been a thing at this event. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Two years ago, he held that press conference. And I, like, (laughs) I made a kind of irreverent joke. I shouldn't repeat. But, like, yeah, he... (laughs) That Prescott, I don't know what it is about the Albany. He's just like pouring sweat, pouring sweat. And it may be a combination of the uh, the uh, the camera work. But I don't know. It could also be a Nike thing. Have you seen those new NBA jerseys like the yeah. Nike now does the NBA jerseys? Yeah. They don't they show like all your sweat stains like you got these big basketball players running around with swamp ass and you can see the whole thing. It's like a big problem with the Cavs. I know Channing Frye was having an issue the other day. Like, I, maybe it's a Nike matter, but it's noticeably more sweaty.
0: Well, he he, but it it, it can't just be an Albany thing either, though, because you remember uh, what was it at the at the Ryder Cup? What? Uh, yeah, last year. Like he he basically the, the 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 opening ceremonies. He was just he was sweating buckets when he was sitting there in that suit. Like he was it was oh. it was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, it's not. Like I don't know what it is. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not actually drinking any of his product. He's not getting enough energy, and he's just—it's causing him to sweat. I don't maybe know. Maybe he's
1: drinking too much of it. Maybe it's too much. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. The, it, I mean, it was so much. My wife never comments on golf, and she goes, "Why is he sweating so much?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's I've, I've noticed that the last three years, even in the press conference where he didn't play. In twenty whatever fifteen,
1: what um, what do you guys think? Overrated, underrated? That native sandy area that the uh, the hero features.
2: (laughs) God, (laughs) Uh, underrated. I kind of like like the uh, unpredictable circus part of it. Like the one time Tiger went and just there ended up being a huge ass rock under his ball that no one saw. Cameras did a great job of that. Like I, I don't know. Or, yeah. you know, just catching complete whacked out lie or, or footprint. You know. yeah. yeah.
0: Did you did, you, did you, <laughs> you see the lie that Fleetwood got yesterday? It was basically just in a crater. Like yeah. he, he couldn't he couldn't hit out of I think it was Fleetwood. Um no, it, it's underrated. I mean you you'd prefer that to a bunch of trees up everywhere, right? Like I mean it's I mean it's definitely underrated.
1: Yeah. Substantial width out there too. So you got enough width. <laughs> I, I love it because it, it's almost like brings back the sand as a hazard. It's almost like a uh right. untamed bunker, you know. You, yeah. see, you look at all these yeah, old, you do- old pictures, it's like, you know, they didn't used to rake bunkers.
2: Yeah. You don't know what's underneath. You don't know what you know, maybe you maybe catch a rock, maybe not. Um
1: let's see. Overrated, underrated, tigers chipping struggles.
0: Overrated. Um overrated in the sense that everybody seemed to have some level of struggle with it. Um, I'm not super confident that he's going to be able to, to go to, to go to Augusta in a few months and be able to chip off a really tight lies everywhere. But I mean, considering everything that everyone else was saying, yeah, it's, it's definitely his his struggles are definitely overrated.
2: I think it's underrated. I I firmly disagree with Sarson. I think he's crazy now. Um, (laughs) i uh i think it's underrated i think he still has to answer that question i think this this week provided as you know glowing the reviews we want to give him and has you know excited as we are for the future about based on these four days um i don't think he kind of alleviated any fears there i think you know he had a couple good touch uh chips you know he chipped off the green the one time that was obviously tightened good play but you know he was stubby twice in the first round he you know was shaky yesterday I just and I, I know like the conditions are different you know the conditions are tough for everyone the hurricane kind of wiped out the grass and there's just a lot of different he got a lot of different tough flies but I, I think um, I think that is going to continue to be um, a constant area of examination and anxiety. Watching, I think every time, I think every time for I, I don't know a full season without really noticeable issues there. I, I just, I think you can't, I think you can't overrate it.
1: You think he's down to Westwood level
2: tripping No, I'm not <laughs> suggesting he's like a shitty chipper. I just think like, he, and sometimes it's not noticeable. Maybe he doesn't stub yeah. one, but maybe he hits it to twelve feet when he should have hit it to six. Like a- I just, yeah. Just so everybody
1: knows, I've sold my property on Westwood Island. (laughs) Starting starting fresh. (laughs) Um, All right, last uh, we'll do last one. Better course architect, Nicholas or Palmer from Alpandara.
0: What 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 is what is Arnie's best course?
2: I was going like, to say, well, I don't know that I've played a ton of Palmers, but maybe I have, and I just didn't know.
1: I think, it like, Trey Lee in, in Ireland. Oh, all right. I, guess, all I think right. that's the best one. I don't know. Jax's memoir is uh, is uh, Muirfield Village.
0: Yeah. I mean, as long as you don't go to Dove Mountain, I guess the answer is Jax. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I've played a lot of Jax no. that have pissed me off. Yeah,
0: no, Nate. Like, you're,
2: you're... Really left me cursing him out at the end of it. So, like, I don't know, I can't say I've played enough Palmer, so I'll just go with Palmer.
1: <laughs> it's really
2: a I mean, I this is your was... area of expertise.
1: <laughs> you know what i think uh i think I think Arnie set the game back less than jackass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the framing um, of that. Oh my God.
1: so that's what my I, I think I think that's my answer. That i'm
0: living with um all right thanks for coming on guys all right appreciate it Any, any
1: thoughts?
2: that's enough uh i just you know tiger is back man i don't think you know it's it's easy to keep perspective but also just you know it's better it's better and it's more exciting you react in a way you know you don't need to be too cool for school about this. And and I have in the past. I fully admit I have in the past. But, like, it's cool to embrace it, and it's very different when he's playing.
0: 20 to 1 to win the Masters, right? Isn't that what I saw?
2: He's ahead of Sergio already. Yeah. He's more – He's Bad, that's I mean, that's, that's, yeah, It could be a gift that's, worthy. That's just the idiocy of <laughs> gamblers. you know, this is not, why I, yeah.
1: I want this stock market. I want, I want to be able to short players. Yeah. I want to be yeah. able to short, and I want to, I want to be able to buy players. You know, <clears throat> golf stock market needs to happen.
2: Yeah, maybe we, yeah, get to a sponsor and put that together. Yeah, good hero and monster on it. Let's monster. go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: you'll get paid out in monsters, not
2: cash. <laughs> right. I've researched I've researched their products way more than I care to admit. <laughs> dark, deep offering.
1: Maybe we'll do a whole podcast on Just Master
2: one day. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me, Andy.
1: All right. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, guys. Bye.